Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Nerdly Ramblings. Today I'm going to be doing a segment that I'm calling Vingeworthy, and the subject of today's episode will be Vikings Season 1, uh, currently on Netflix. Today's episode will only be focusing on Season 1 of the show, so if you haven't seen it, please be advised there are going to be spoilers ahead. The first episode is called Rites of Passage, where the main character, Ragnar Lothbrok, again, if I mispronounce a name or anything like that, I do apologize. Um, he opens on a battlefield, sees Odin, and believes that uh, he is destined for much greater things. At the time, nobody knows, but he is working on a way to sail to the west, otherwise known as England. He has a brother who's very loyal to him, and although he wants to sail west because there's possibly riches out there, the Earl of his land, Earl Haraldson, is against sailing west because he doesn't actually know what's out there, whereas he knows what's to the east, which is Russia. And a uh, fun note here, Earl Haraldson is played by Gabriel Byron. I, again, I don't know how to spell <laughs> pronunciate his name uh his name fully correctly uh the reason why i like that actor the earl uh on season one of vikings is because uh, he played uh d'artagnan in the 1998 movie uh man in the iron mask which is a very good film in the episode ragnar takes his son bjorn uh, for a rite of passage and while he takes his son Unfortunately, there are two men that uh, have bad actions they want to take towards um, the wife of Ragnar. But uh, she's a shield maiden, so she actually fends them off fairly well and easily. While away on the journey together, Ragnar with his brother Rolo, a very loyal brother, he convinces his brother that they need to sail west, and then later convinces his uh, best friend Floki to build him a ship that would be able to carry them west. During this episode, also, uh, Rolo, um, Ragnar's loyal brother, does make unwelcome advances onto Ragnar's wife, who is named Lagatha. In the second episode, Wrath of the Northmen, you get to really see how paranoid Earl Haraldson is uh, towards basically anyone and his enemies, and especially uh, Ragnar because uh, he starts to show certain traits and stuff of mistrust uh, because he does not want anyone sailing west or anyone disobeying him. While Ragnar asks his closest friends and whatnot to go with him west for this venture that is very unsanctioned by the Earl. On this journey that Ragnar takes. He brings his brother Rolo, his good friend Floki, but will not take his shield maiden wife, uh, Lagertha. I'm not too sure why. I think she's pretty awesome. During a storm on the way to England, Floki thinks that Thor is testing the ship and making it unsinkable. And when they do start arriving towards England, the monastery where there is monks, uh, where the uh, Vikings will land, um, see basically ominous things on the horizon with clouds and everything that possibly demons are coming. When they attack the monastery, they kill mostly everybody and take anything of value and are very surprised 
about how much gold and jewels and everything are given to something like a monastery or a church uh, because their belief system is far different from a Christian one. They do end up taking some slaves, and one of the slaves that uh, they end up taking, his name is Athelstan, uh, which becomes a prominent character later. Rollo was going to kill him, but Ragnar protected him. I think Ragnar, is, at this point, shows that he is a very smart leader, in which he shows um, certain things where he's able to see inside people and know whether it's dangerous or not to keep them around. I think he's a great warrior, and again, he's... He's much. He is a much bigger character than he seems at first, being both a farmer and a warrior. In episode three, Dispossessed, Ragnar returns with his boat with a lot of riches, and he gives those riches to the Earl, um, sort of making sure that he gets to keep his life. And the Earl recognizes how many riches and that he was wrong about sailing to the West. So he has no choice but to sanction a actual full trip, not just Ragnar and his friends on one ship now, now a full trip with all the Vikings in this village going to the west towards England. The Earl does, however, allow Ragnar to take one thing of all the treasures, and Ragnar does end up taking the monk and now slave Athelstan. This series takes place, if I didn't say so already, in the 8th century, so the 700s, and so England isn't what we know today. It's split up into uh, different um, countries, uh, one of which is Northumbria, where I believe they end up going next. And Ragnar uses the monk uh, to not only learn the Anglo-Saxon language, not English yet, uh, and also information on Northumbria on how to sack it. When all the Vikings do end up leaving under the Earl's um, okay on this kind of thing, uh, Ragnar is accompanied by the Earl's brother, Nut, I think his name is, uh, to basically watch over Ragnar. And this time he makes the smart move, brings his wife, uh, Lagertha. However, he leaves the monk, Alliston, uh, back to watch over his kids, as he is both trustful of this monk, um, because he can see the beliefs are much different and more peaceful when it comes to this sort of stuff, uh, when it comes to Christianity anyway, and also kind of proving that he can look after his children as well as possibly start living amongst the Vikings. When the Vikings arrive on the shores, they're greeted by the sheriff, uh, in this part of the land, along with uh, many knights, and they're greeted as tradesmen and are invited to um, come meet the king. But Floki, uh, Ragnar's best friend, yes, he's great at building ships, but as the name may imply or may not imply, he's a bit of a crazy guy, and he kind of incites a bit of a battle where the Norsemen then end up slaughtering all of the knights. In the fourth episode, Trial, the Norsemen end up raiding a village, and there's lots of bloodshed, as all the people in the village are gathering for mass on a Sunday, so are fully 
unprepared for this. During the attack on the village, Lagertha fends off the spy that was sent by the Earl, the brother of the Earl, and kills him for making not good advances on her. When the Vikings do return to the beach to leave England, they are met with a um, force from England again and completely overcome it through their superior uh, battle force or uh, battle tactics, so to speak. When they return back, they have to tell the Earl that his brother was killed. And rather than Legatha taking the blame, Ragnar ends up saying that it was him who killed the Earl's brother. The Earl does try bribing Rollo to say that he was a witness to what happened and that um, basically Ragnar killed the Earl's brother just out of spite. However, this doesn't work, and Ragnar is found not guilty. Later, while Ragnar's friends and family all celebrate the good raid, they are attacked uh, by an unknown um, in-the-night force, and they do suspect that it was the Earl. And unfortunately, one of Ragnar's friends uh, is killed in the process. In the fifth episode, Raid, the Earl ends up going to a seer that they have in the village, and he asks, who do the gods favor more, him or Ragnar? And he does not like the answer. So later, the Earl ends up attacking Ragnar's farm and killing everyone there. And luckily, Ragnar, his uh, slave that he brought over from England, as well as uh, his family and Legertha all get away safely. In order to make sure the family does get away safely, though, Ragnar ends up taking on a bunch of guys himself and would have drowned if it wasn't for Alliston, the slave monk that he brought back from England. They all hide at Floki's house, where uh, Floki's uh, girlfriend, I suppose, uh, Helga, ends up helping uh, Ragnar and everyone back to health. Elsewhere during this episode, the Earl ends up marrying his daughter off to another Earl who's uh, very elderly, and the wife of the Earl, um, Siggy, does not approve of this. Rollo tries to uh, be of help to the Earl secretly, but the Earl does not fall for it and ends up starting to torture Rollo for any kind of information or anything like that. However, Rollo does not give in. When Ragnar hears about this, he sends Floki to uh, send a message to the Earl saying, uh, I will best you in one-on-one -on -one combat, even though he's still very weak from the battle earlier. The Earl ends up accepting, knowing that Ragnar is a great warrior, but he's very weak and knowing that this is one-on-one -on -one combat with only one outcome. In the sixth episode, Burial, Burial of the Dead, rather, the Earl ends up fighting Ragnar, and the two meet in single combat. Earl Haraldson ends up being defeated, and immediately after, Siggy, his wife, 
kills the older Earl that married her daughter out of spite. Vikings usually keep what they take, and since Ragnar killed the Earl, he is now Earl, and he allows a burial at sea for the old chieftain. Later in the episode, it's learned that Lagertha has become pregnant, as well as Siggy, the ex-Earl's wife, is now going to be with Rollo. There is some things brought up about religion in this episode concerning the Vikings' religion and the Christian religion in comparison. And one of the things in the Norse mythology is Ragnarok, and he asks about Ragnarok in this, not knowing that it was going to basically make everybody go into an abrupt silence, because in the Norse mythology, it's pretty much the end of the world. Whereas for Alistan, uh, he in an earlier part of the episode, had to watch a slave girl to the ex-Earl get on the barge with him and be willing to be burned alive to be able to go to Valhalla with the Earl. Visions of Ragnarok go to the monk, though, in the night, and he sees the world ending, and this is when his faith is tested and starts believing in Norse mythology. The episode wraps up with the king killing one of his men in a snake pile. In the next episode, A King's Ransom, the seventh episode, the Vikings set up a, f a fortification uh, and assault the Northumbrian um, forces in the dead of the night. They end up capturing the king's brother and then set up a meeting with the king for a ransom of 2,000 pounds of gold and silver for a price to get back the brother of the king, as well as for the Vikings to leave. The king ends up agreeing, but wants somebody from the Vikings to be baptized into Christianity. And although everybody on the Viking side ends up meeting that with laughter, Rollo ends up accepting, much to Floki, who is very much uh, devout to Norse gods, uh, very much to his dismay. Rollo ends up getting baptized, and then... The king later brings a wagon uh, full of chests, but of course it's a trap that ends up not working. And Rollo uses this chance to very much prove himself to his gods, Odin, and uh, that he is not Christian, that he still very much holds the Norse faith. The king's brother ends up being killed here and sent back to the king, uh, basically showing that like, why would we let him go if you're going to betray us? And then the king ends up paying the ransom and swearing that he will have his revenge. Back in the Vikings' homes, though, Lagertha has been left in charge since she is now an earl's wife. And still with a child, she accepts help from the ex-earl's wife, Siggy. However, she does end up, ends up losing that child. In the next episode, Sacrifice, because Lagertha lost her child and cannot seem to conceive another one. Ragnar and her and family, as well as the monk that they took, who is now becoming a bit of a friend of the family, uh, all journey to a sacred place where they want to commune with the gods. When they do all arrive at this sacred land, they're also met with the king of this land, King Horik, 
who is the basically the king of the Vikings. And he tells Ragnar that he is having trouble with an earl named Jarl Borg. He believes that with the fame Ragnar has, uh, will hold some weight with Jarl Borg uh, and create a peace between all of them. It's later shown that they make uh, sacrifices, I believe, uh, nine people as well as uh, nine of each animal and stuff like that to the gods. And Athelstan, the monk, was going to be sacrificed, but later that would change. They don't want to sacrifice somebody who doesn't believe in the Norse mythology. So one of Ragnar's friends ends up volunteering in his place, even though Floki was about to, uh, because he is so with the gods, in a sense. Uh, but his wife shakes her head, Helga, or his girlfriend, I should say, shakes her head and says no. <laughs> in this episode, the priest does, or monk, I've been referring to him also as, uh, Athelstan, he renounces God uh, three times in this episode, and yet is still found unworthy by the priests of uh, the Norsemen. And after seeing the sacrifices and everything, again, his faith is tested because he sees the, the power of their belief. In the ninth and final episode uh, of season one of Vikings, uh, entitled All Change, uh, King Horik, uh, the king of the Vikings, ends up asking um, Ragnar to go to the Earl Jarborg to settle a land dispute that they're having. The two groups, uh, Jarborg as well as Ragnar's group, who's representing King Horik, cannot come to an agreement, and Rollo ends up supporting Jarborg. Back at home, while Ragnar is away and Lagatha is uh, left in charge again, a plague ends up hitting the people, and it ends up claiming Lagatha's daughter as well as Siggy's daughter that was originally going to be married off to the old Earl from earlier. In desperation, Lagertha goes to see the seer that the old Earl went to see earlier, and she asks about her future with Ragnar, and he says only sadness will prevail there. And almost to wrap up the ninth episode, All Change, uh, when Ragnar is looking to leave Jarborg's uh, land, he ends up meeting a uh, princess. Uh, well, an ex-princess, but still has, in a sense, the title of princess. And he is smitten with her and ends up sleeping with her. And it is then revealed later that she ends up carrying his child. So final thoughts when it comes to both Vikings the series and season one as a whole. Uh, that was pretty much it in a nutshell. There is lots going on there. I actually very much uh, like this show. If I had to give it a rating, I would give it a 6 out of 10 as a show. And the reason why it sounds like that is because I like to give a 6.5 or even 7. I like to give the point fives and all that kind of stuff. Uh, honestly, I would watch a show that's a 4 or higher, but when it's a 7 or higher, I think it's a really awesome show. So that's why I put it as a 6, is that it's pretty good. It's a show that you can kind of just pick up. Uh, it, it has a slower pace, not fast pace. 
Um, so going episode to episode, you learn lots. Uh, so don't skip over any episodes. But at the same time, it's not going to bombard you with a lot of information, say like Game of Thrones. Um, yeah, overall, I think it's a really good show. And I look forward to doing a season two episode and season three episode as it is on Netflix at this time. As a series so far, I'd have to give it a five out of ten because I have not seen the whole series. So that will possibly change over time. So the season I give a six uh, for shows wise, but the show in itself, because I'm not too sure where it's going to go, I give a five. Uh, very much worth watching. Is it the best show on TV? No. But it's pretty good, especially if you like older, uh, like uh, knights and Celtic kind of stuff, as well as learning a lot about old Norse mythology. Take care for now, folks, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.